Hey, I know it might be hard to get you to believe me, but I want you to know that if you're ever feeling down or that everything is falling apart and you just wanted to stop, just know that there are people that are there for you. Whether you think it or not, you'll be okay. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. I know you won't believe me at first, but you have to have a little bit of faith and a little bit of hope. If you're listening to this, just know that I believe in you. You're strong, you're loved, you're worth so much in this big world. Your potential is limitless. When life gives you lemons, you got this. Today I'm with the one and only Sam Serio in newlywed Sam Wood. She is a former Division One gymnast at the University of Auburn and currently an aerospace engineer at Boeing. And she's just killing it in life. Not only was she a standout in regards to gymnastics, but she had the role as a leader and captain for the Auburn gymnastics team. Her outstanding work in the classroom, community outreach, and all-around amazing leadership has taken her to new heights in her career and athletics. How's it going, Sam? It's good, Bo. I'm so excited and honored that you asked me to be a part of your podcast. I listened to your first episode, and it was it was great. I really liked it. <laughs> good. I'm so excited to like have this as a platform for other people to share their stories, talk, and have like really deep conversations about all things life. Really, it's it's going to be really exciting, and I'm excited to have you on as well. It's going to be. Such a fun episode. I can't wait for everybody to hear about your new adventures and just everything. It's going to be awesome. So first, we want to hear about your life as a newlywed and your new career. You've had seriously so much transition in just the past six months after graduating. So like, how's everything going with that? (laughs) Well, luckily, it's less stressful now, I think. Um, Like planning a wedding while you're still in school can be like, super stressful and then on top of graduation is like it just adds on extra emotions and things you know so yeah definitely um, it's nice now that we've gotten settled in Charleston my husband Trey and I have just really been enjoying it here we've been enjoying the scenery our dog has really enjoyed it and we just added another dog to our family so oh that's so cute I think yeah. I saw your Instagram picture, actually. I think it was, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, so adorable. At first, I thought you guys were going to have a baby, and I was, like, so excited. And then you had the picture of the dog, and I was like, dang it. <laughs> yeah, no, we had a couple of friends that were really excited, and when they thought that we were having a baby, and we are like, no, we're, we're dog people. <laughs> I we're love like, that. We're so people. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's uh, amazing. So how's yeah. like how's the um job of being an engineer now and when you actually were like in your dream job now? I think that's probably so exciting for you. Yeah, no, it's super exciting. I um I've really been enjoying my job. I enjoy what I do. I get to see like I work over by the airport, so it's really cool because that's where they build the seven eight sevens, and so it's really neat just getting the be around the factories and the people that are making it and getting to know those people and have relationships with them. So you kind of get to see the behind the scenes of the final destination of the planes at the airport, you know? So it's really neat. Um, and, and I mean, I really enjoy being an engineer. I actually, before I graduated the summer before my senior year, I worked for Boeing in Huntsville. So it kind of gave me a, small glimpse of what 
being an engineer is like in the real world. So that was super helpful in me knowing that that's what I wanted to do after. Um, and the fact that I was able to get an opportunity, a job opportunity with Boeing when I graduated was just amazing. So I've been really enjoying my post-college life, I guess you could say. Yeah, I think... I think that's so exciting that like prior to graduating, you got the experience and were able to like shadow different people and actually be in that element of what you thought you wanted to do and ended up loving it. Because I feel like as, as a student athlete, because you were a leader and like had such great academics and you were an athlete and like you had so much going on. So it's amazing that you had time to actually like take that time to figure out if that's really what you wanted to do, because it's such a big, Um, decision after you graduate to decide where you want to go what you want to do because I mean I had that conversation with Kayla too it's like gymnastics was our whole life and then what do you do after that you know what I mean so it's awesome that you really had to focus in on that and knew what you wanted to do yeah no I got really lucky in having a what I would think a very smooth transition from being a student athlete to the end of where you have like that month of just being a student before you graduate and then going into the workforce after um just because I knew that that's what I wanted to do and I know not many people get that lucky you know so most people end up trying to figure out if that's actually what they want to do especially student athletes who don't really have the time or opportunities to go and be able to do internships just because of the sport or athletic responsibilities that they have too. Yeah, definitely. So tell us about your gymnastics journey. I know, like like you said, very few athletes really get to compete at the collegiate level for any sport and like any type of athlete. So how did you make that goal to come to fruition and become a full full student athlete at the University of Auburn? Um. So, like most gymnasts, I well, I got into gymnastics just because my parents and I had way too much energy in life (laughs) of course this girl bounces everywhere and like apparently I was already trying to do like flips and cartwheels and tumbling onto my head so my parents are like gymnastics is what we're gonna try yeah and this is after they had tried to put me in soccer and dance um and a few other sports they just didn't really work so when I got into gymnastics that was that was just the thing that stuck. It was something that I learned to really love as a child. And, you know, I mean, I feel like most gymnasts, especially collegiate gymnasts, just understand the love that they have for gymnastics. It's just like no other, you know, you feel like you just really belong. Yeah. And you know, it was, it, it, it was just I loved the sport, and like any gymnast, I wanted to go to the Olympics at first because that was like the big thing to do mm-hmm. and the big goal. Um, and so I tried to go and qualify to the elite level. Um, I ended up having some barriers with some injuries, and so I ended up just staying in the Junior Olympic program. And that's when we kind of got more into collegiate gymnastics and learning that there were colleges that were interested in me. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is awesome. Because, you know, not like you said before, you know, not many people get to 
be in collegiate sports and compete in collegiate sports. Yeah, and especially gymnastics. It's it's just such a um, very, like, little and few sport where people get to be on scholarship, especially, and even just make a team. It's it's so competitive. Oh, oh yeah, it's so competitive, and it takes so much dedication and drive to be on a team in college. Like, it's incredible for any sport, too. Yeah. And I feel like for gymnastics especially, you have to know that you truly love the sport because it's four more years of pounding on your body and spending time out of when you could be studying or hanging out with friends or sleeping, and, you know, and, and I think it's just something so important that most people don't really understand unless they're actually in that world. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's really no secret that you were a leader on, like, both on and off the gym mat. And so how did you balance your academics once you got to college with your training and being in a leadership role for your team? I feel like our team had some very good leaders and not just on our team, but at our, in our athletic system in general. Um, I mean, I got involved with the student athlete advisory committee, which is a NCAA, um, like student athlete organization. Um, and I was able to represent Auburn as one of their SEC representatives, um, in Birmingham, which was super cool for their SEC conferences. That's so and, awesome. Uh, that, that was during my junior and senior year, but the two years before that, I was just our team representative in our Auburn SAC group. Yeah, and yeah. And so I got to, it was really cool because one of our teammates had also been president of that organization before I was, and so I kind of got to see how she handled herself. So it was really cool, um, especially, it was really cool to see, especially since I came into Auburn very quiet and shy and tentative around people. Mm-hmm. And by the end of my four years, I don't think my coaches could really get me to shut up. <laughs> That's <laughs> so know, awesome, it, though. That's so awesome that you found your voice and, like, you were so comfortable with those people and then, like, settled into the leadership role. That's so important. Yeah, it's and I think it's just because, like, I had always, and while I had been in club and gymnastics, I had typically, especially the last, like, five years of my gymnastics career, I really didn't have a lot of girls that were my age, and so I was always the oldest person in our group, or would be one of the oldest people in our group, but then as more people either quit gymnastics or graduated, like, I became, I was the one person who was the oldest on our team, and the next oldest was, like, five years younger than me, so, you know, it's kind of something that, like, I don't want to say I was pushed into, but it was just something that had developed that way, Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I feel like a lot of girls are like that, especially when you get up in the higher levels, if you're from a smaller gym, you know, leadership, you kind of get just, all of a sudden you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so um, true, though. And, and so it's really, it was really cool knowing that you had girls looking up to you and girls that wanted advice from you. And so that kind of helped develop that leadership quality and being able to bring that, transition that from club gymnastics 
into college and after I got through my shy and timid phase and was able to grow as a person within college and use that ability into what I was doing with working with the team and working with athletics in general, it was really cool to see all the opportunities I was able to to do and people that I was able to work with. Yeah, that's amazing. And I feel like what you said about um, like the club transferring to the college atmosphere, I think club is like so much different than college. The biggest difference, and it's something I always talk to my teammates and I would always talk about, was that the difference between club and college is that it's more team-oriented in college. You're not mm-hmm. just doing it for yourself. You know, because in, in club, you know, it's you have a team, but sometimes you don't. But in college, you're almost guaranteed to be with a team unless it's postseason. But still then, you have you have this whole other team that you get adopted in as an individual that you get to be a part of yeah. and see how they work. And so I think that's one of the biggest changes from club to college, at least in attitude and culture of sport. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting used to wanting the best for the team instead of what's best for you. And I think that's something that really helps you grow as a person. Yeah, I think that's amazing and so well said because I think that's definitely a huge transition going to college from the club atmosphere. In in your final season of your career, this is going to be a kind of more um tough talk, but I'm excited <laughs> to hear I'm excited to hear like your take on it because I'm sure so many people are interested. Um but in your final season of your career, you endured a career-ending injury. I was actually in the arena and watched it happen, and I've never seen someone handle a situation like that with such grace and strength. Like, you were such a rock during all of that happening, and you're truly an inspiration to so many people through your positivity, strength, and optimism um, through that process, like while it was happening, through the recovery. But what was it like going through that recovery process from that injury, and how did you conquer the adversity that it brought and being it at the end of the season? Um, well, <laughs> thank you, first of all. <laughs> I definitely didn't feel like I was handling it very gracefully <laughs> while it was happening. Yeah, <laughs> I know what sure. you mean. Um, but, I mean, I felt like definitely I know it was a very unusual injury, especially when it was coming from gymnastics, where most people think of gymnastics and they think of dancing and they think of pretty girls and makeup and really like glittery rhinestones, leotards, and they think grace. And it was almost like the complete opposite of gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, but um, like that, I feel like this is something that really comes with the sport. And as collegiate, collegiate gymnasts, we're the best of the best, you know? And like most of the time, we are like making things look super easy but it, it's always a risk for something like that to happen you know yeah and I mean I know you can agree you know like even not every routine is going to be perfect you're going to have little things that happen that you either have to cover up or you know that you have to fix for the next routine or maybe you're hurting a little bit before you go into a competition but you know you have to be able to pick yourself up and do the best routine that you can do and I mean, during the recovery process of it, I just want to say I felt like I was 
very lucky in the position that I was in just because I was at a university, at a program that wanted to help me and make sure that I had the help that I needed, mm-hmm. whether it was medically, whether, whether it was mentally, whether it was just, you know, someone just there to talk to, you yeah. know, yeah, for sure. it wasn't just like, oh, I meant for the first, like, month or so, I was only allowed to be in a wheelchair, and so it wasn't just like, oh, well, I need help doing this, this, and this, it was just, hey, we want to come hang out with you, or we oh, have we have so dinner awesome. that we want to bring you, like, you know, I was very blessed to be around people that that truly cared about me, and not just, um, not just the injury, I guess you could say. Yeah, no, for um, sure. And And I think that was, that was definitely shown like on the competition floor, like your team rallied together and they were like, let's do this for Sam. Like, especially making it, they made it to day two and, um, you were there like in spirit for sure. And they were competing for you. It was just amazing to see like how they rallied for you. And I feel like it's really impressive that a team has that type of culture because it's it's a tough thing to build a culture like that. And I think it was definitely shown the support that you had and the, the love that they had for you and the help that they really wanted to give you. Yeah, no, I for sure uh, was very lucky. Our team, our, our culture and just the way that our team interacted with each other was very good. And we were able to cheer one another on no matter what. So I thought it was just absolutely amazing the fact that the girls were able to do just like so good after and I couldn't have been happier with how they had finished that night I remember trying to keep up with everything on Twitter and <laughs> yeah make sure I knew what was going on score-wise and how they were doing and trying to text some people um it's all kind of a little bit blurry but oh yeah. I'm sure <laughs> oh yeah no it was um it it was funny because the night the night of after the girls were done competing, um, it was either the night of or the morning before the second day of competition since they had changed regionals. Um, my coaches Jeff and Ashley and Kurt had come in to talk to me and check up and see how I was doing, and I was like man, I really want to be on the floor tonight, but I don't think they're going to let me out of this bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably not. (laughs) um, I was able to watch and cheer the girls on. Um, They had it on TV, I think. Oh, yeah, I think they were airing the second day of regionals for some of the locations. I think Mm -hmm. you're right. So did you end up having immediate surgery? So when I was, while we were in Baton Rouge, they didn't know if I needed surgery or not um, for the first few hours. They ran some tests. Um, I ended up not needing to have immediate surgery. And so um, on Monday was when I had my big surgery and ended up flying from Baton Rouge to Birmingham. Oh, okay. So. It was, it, it was still very quick. Good. <laughs> That's for um, And I was very, like I said, I, I'm very grateful. And I was 
the the people and the fact that I was with Auburn and the way that it was handled, I was just so lucky to be able to be a part of a program that just truly cares about their athletes mm-hmm. and wanting to rest for them and wanting them to get better. And so I was very very appreciative with how they handled everything and like they flew my mother down from Charlotte because my parents weren't luckily were not able to be in Baton Rouge during regionals um they were probably thankful that they weren't actually there when it happened but like there when you needed them you know what I mean yes that's for sure yeah no my mom was very she she was a little bit more relaxed when she was able to be in the hospital room with me. So yeah, I was very grateful that she was able to get down. So we talked we talked a little bit about this before, but um, so after your season ended and you ended up um, retiring gymnastics after graduating, I feel like that's such a bittersweet moment in life. Um, but what were you looking forward to most post gymnastics life? Um, <laughs> I was kind of really excited to not have to work out. Super early in the morning. <laughs> yes. And I... I say that, but this morning, but lately I've been getting up before work and going to work out, so I'm still in the gym at like 4.35, so that doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. Uh, I guess I've been finding what works best for how I want to be able to work out. That's been really nice, getting to set my own schedule. So I've really enjoyed that, and I've been enjoying the f- extra free time that I have now where I can just relax or spend time with my dogs or my husband and so that's been super helpful I think for both of us yeah that's exciting that's I think that was like probably the thing I was looking forward to most is like to do my own workouts like try kickboxing or hot yoga like just try out different things and not have to like worry about oh well I have practice tomorrow so I don't want to accidentally get sore then you know what I mean like I feel yeah. like I was so afraid to try different things you know yeah you know the summer was always the only time that we had the opportunity to go and try other workouts um and then after that it was like well I kind of want to go to yoga but I don't want to be sore yeah <laughs> well thank yeah. you for joining me today Sam it was such a fun discussion and I I'm excited to watch your life unfold with all these new things happening in your life. It's just, I feel like it's such an exciting time for you and you should enjoy every single moment of it. It's awesome. Thank you. And thank you again for just asking me to be a part of your podcast. I am so honored that you want me to be a part of it and being able to just share my story and spread positivity, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of When Life Gives You Lemons. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe to my channel, share it, um, and give it a five-star rating. I really appreciate all your guys' support, and I cannot wait to share um, all the next episodes of When Life Gives You Lemons.